What's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment of the T.O.B. Podcast, the opinionated brother podcast, but this is no episode, this is the after dark, and no am solo, no one's gotta know, no one's gotta know, they ain't got you better rock to that, man, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another T.O.B. After Dark episode, episode 83, episode 83, he always I always, listen, last last week, I was so horrible, <laughs> I was so fucking horrible, man, I was so fucking horrible, it was episode 82 and I said 81, confidently too, you know how Tracy Morgan was on the Golden Globes and he said soul instead of soul, mm. he was like, and the movie wins. And the, and the winner is Sal. But at least that sounds like it. You just miss a number. Okay, it don't matter. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't, Y'all know, for those don't who are do do avid that. listeners. Um, don't do that. Y'all know he always Don't do that. Don't so. do that. Don't do that to me. Don't. Yeah, I know don't y'all on my me. side. Don't I do know. that to me. So what? Just because they're on the side don't matter. They still love me. Mm. And I still love them. What's going on, everybody? Uh, thank Hi, you to everyone. everybody. You know, Bay is in the building. Say hello, baby. Hi. You know, uh, first of all, before we get into the show, thank you to everybody that continues to listen to us um, audioly. We are on Instagram Live right now um, through our TOB uh, Instagram uh, app or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll get into them later into the show. But good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody out there, whether you are uh, here in the United States of America, or you are across the waters internationally and worldwide. We appreciate you for listening. Please subscribe to us on all digital streaming platforms. Uh, we'll be talking about that as well, too, today. Um, <clears throat> we have a lot to get into today, y'all. A lot. And um, and it's because I didn't have one. I, I didn't have an episode this week. You know, we made an executive decision. Executive decision. To just not pot. I was just like, you know, I'm I'm not doing an R&B and chill podcast this week. Usually, um, and actually it just goes with the schedule that I have for the R&B and chill podcast. We do uh, mostly three, uh, three weeks out of the month. So this week is more so four weeks out of the month because um, March is one of the longer months. Uh, it has 31 days. So it has about four and a half, five weeks. So... We'll do about that. So we took a break. And I just didn't feel like it it wasn't really anything in the news that was grabbing my attention and saying, hey, let's pot about this. But there was some shit that I knew I wanted to talk about Hmm. on the After Dark show that I just had to let loose, right? Because, you know, on the After Dark show, I don't have no filter, right? Now, that, that doesn't mean on the Tuesday show, I do have a filter. Now, that doesn't mean I do, but it means... You can get a little Brita, you know, out of me on Tuesday, right? I won't say as much crazy shit on Tuesday that I will on Thursday, you know? But, you know, to the avid listeners, they'll be like, motherfucker, you just have no filter Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know? But that, that's me, right? Thank you, you know, you know, you know, you know, you got that right. See, I hope that didn't go over people's head that's listening. You know, for what I'm those saying? That, that for those that didn't get it, 
You know what I'm saying? I hope it didn't go over your head. Because, you know, sometimes I'm Britta. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm tap. Okay? (laughs) 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 Sometimes I'm tap. Damn it. Like, listen, you get what you're going to get. Okay? You get what you're going to get. But, um, yeah, this week has been... Pretty chill. Uh, pretty much a just real chill week. Um, been doing my yoga and everything. Yoga's really getting intense. I love it. Um, for right now, I'm just doing 15 minute yoga. Um, you know, full body yoga. Um, I'm not really doing the instructor right now for this week because I want to do it by myself. Oh, that's um, good. So I haven't turned her on. Uh, on the YouTubes, you know, I pretty much know her whole 15 minute her routine. routine. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing the routine, memorizing it for my body and everything like that. So once I get to a, a, a place where my body is getting adjusted, because it is, mm-hmm. it's definitely getting adjusted, but getting adjusted more to this, then I'll probably turn her back on, get like a 25, 30 minute, yeah. you know, because she has, she has a lot of shit. I checked her YouTube page out. She has a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. Like, even when you brought me the yoga blocks, um, she has some videos about that, too. Mm-hmm. So I'll be checking her out. Um, her name is like Sarah or something. She's a white lady. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, sometimes I'm not, not to say I'm not supporting black businesses, okay? But no, she was just a white woman that I found on YouTube that, because I just wanted to get into yoga. And I was just like, I typed in yoga 10 minutes for beginners, and she was the first one to pop up. And she was just super cool. Now, the thing about it is, Miss Sarah, you be going a little fast in these videos, okay? You be having to chill the fuck out, all right? Like, Miss Sarah, you got to relax, all right? You chill, Miss Sarah. Sarah. That's why I had to just do this on my own this week, because sometimes you just be going fast, and I like my music, okay? I like my meditation music and stuff like that. When I'm I'm in the zone and shit, and you just be turn to the right, breathe, turn to the left, Breathe, stretch, breathe, stretch to the right, breathe. I'm like, Miss Sarah. (laughs) Like, like, remember when we had to do, we had to pause, I had to pause Miss Sarah. Right, you know what I'm saying? I had to pause Miss Sarah. I'm like, Miss Sarah, relax. (laughs) Relax, Miss Sarah. She in child's pose, we still turn, we we still got our legs crossed and shit, turning to the back. Well, so, obviously, it takes a little bit more. Of course, minutes, of course, right? of course, definitely. Because they like when I look, when I usually I'll get up around seven, you know, maybe sleep in for maybe like 20, 30 minutes, let my body fully wake up. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get up around, you know, 7.45, do the yoga. Um, and that go that will go, you know, and I do my little pre-yoga workout a little bit, you know, neck rows and arm rows and stretching my legs and everything. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it'll take about a good 20, 25. Right, all together, you know, because I'm I'm doing it my way, you know, not her way, you mm-hmm. know, taking her routine and just doing it my way. So this week has just been that and uh, a lot of working. Um, so getting into this big announcement that I made today, um, I made an executive decision today, uh, another executive decision because I feel like. It's time to take this thing to another level. Okay. And in that other level of podcasting, I've been doing this for a long, well, not, I don't want to say a long time, but I've been in it enough, a, a, a while. A while. Let's yes. go there. I've been doing this for a while. 
um, the whole this this entrepreneurship, my career. Let me stop. Let, let me say that because I, I I be putting too many. I'm in my career, period. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm in my podcasting career, which I love to do, I love this. Like this is this is amazing, right? And and for people who knew me back in the day, talking was probably not one of my best strong suits. Like I did not want to talk to folks, and it wasn't until I got to college where it was just like, oh, you have a lot to say. Hell yeah, I didn't even know it. <laughs> I didn't even know it. And so um, today was just a day of a lot of reflection, right? Um, so as a lot of people, if, if you're an avid listener, whether you're first time um, or, you know, current listener, um, you know that our hosting platform um, that we are currently on right now is SoundCloud. Uh, we've been a part of SoundCloud for the last 2017, December 2017. We've been around for about, we've been there for about four years. We've been on their hosting platform for four years and, and it's been great. The independency of SoundCloud is dope. Um, SoundCloud still has a place in the culture here, um, especially when it comes to music. Uh, but I think it is time for me and my podcast to go. Hmm. And I'm okay with that. We have found a new hosting platform that I will be, that will be transferring over. So by next week, we will not longer be on uh, SoundCloud. We will now be on Buzzsprout. And Buzzsprout is a professional hosting platform that I've gotten to know over the past couple years um a lot of my <clears throat> a lot of the people that i admire like afros and audios and uh black pod collective have been sponsored by them during conferences and everything like they're dope um they're a dope platform and i've used multiple platforms right mm-hmm. I've, I've 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 done that i've used podbeam soundcloud and um the thing about Brussprout is they continue to evolve, change, grow, and really help you with your podcast. I've yeah. never heard anybody say they've had a problem over there, right? Mm-hmm. The thing about SoundCloud, and if SoundCloud had a way for me to monetize my podcast the same way they have it to monetize music mm-hmm. then i wouldn't leave i wouldn't leave at all gotcha. at all but knowing that i'm going to a next level and knowing that i need something more structured in a podcast format of a hosting platform to go to that next level soundcloud can't do it right now and that's okay and I'm okay with that, right? I'll have to pay a little bit more money a month mm-hmm. for, you know, bringing the R&B and chill and the uh, the Opinionated Brother and eventually the Devontae's World Podcast over to Buzzsprout. But the the list of things that I'm getting, you know, my mom always said you get what you pay for, right? That's right. And so uh, when you get what you pay for... Um, it's like, 
you know, a lot of things can get like weighed off you, you know, yeah. the, the, the stresses of life kind of just like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. it might be a little bit extra, but you get a lot more. And so I'm yeah. like, you know what? It's time. I've been feeling like it's been time. It's, it, the, the, it's been time to move from SoundCloud mm-hmm. for a minute. But you're getting quality. Exactly. And, and that's what you need. Exactly. And it's not to say SoundCloud, again, doesn't have a place in the podcasting world. Because let me tell you, um, Joe Budden was one of the first major SoundCloud podcast podcasts out here. Mm-hmm. Now, he had the number one podcast for a long time. And that podcast was literally on SoundCloud. That's what made me get on SoundCloud. And it was the independency of SoundCloud. You're on your own shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take your shit. Like, they can, you know, do whatever, but it's yours. Yeah. Their distribution. They're only trying to distribute and help you get out there. But the thing about SoundCloud is their podcast division is trash. Right? Hence why I think for me the the initial feeling of leaving SoundCloud was bigger when Joe left Spotify, mm-hmm. got independent again, or didn't have a hosting platform that was exclusive, mm-hmm. right, and paying him. And then he went back to SoundCloud for a minute and then left again because now he's on Patreon exclusively. And so I was like, oh, or Cash App is exclusively paying, you know, for his stuff now. Like, they sponsor him. Oh, okay. And so, um, I'm sitting there like, damn, if Joe Budden, who who really fucks with SoundCloud, is saying, and not even saying, but doing like, ah, I can't fuck with y'all because y'all podcast division is trash, then it's like a lot of podcasters like myself who are now not beginners anymore, who are really in the industry now, it's time for us to 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 get to a place where it's not more so a social thing, mm-hmm. right? But it's more so okay, we we can make money from this. SoundCloud, you're kind of last on the ball list right now, and you gotta you gotta get up with it. Like you got you gotta get up with it. Like SoundCloud has to get with the program. It has to get with the program. Has to because podcasting is a dominant force right now like Mm -hmm. from where i started podcasting to now oh my god and i've been doing this for almost four years straight i've seen it where it was like this little itty bitty teeny community yeah and now it's and when i tell you every corp major 500 corporation school um, business, whether it's small, medium, or large, has some type of podcast shows exclusively too. shows exclusively on HBO, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, ESPN. You can run down the list. I gotta listen to um, the Lovecraft Country podcast. Mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country got a podcast. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like it's so many. Po- like I, I can't. I like looking, looking at it now. I'm like, yo, it was ne- it was never this. Mm-hmm. I remember starting my podcast, and people were like, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> no, for re- no, I'm dead ass. Like, what? What's a podcast? Wow. Like, people are looking at me in 20 what? I'm, and I was doing Facebook Live videos back in 2016. So, 2017 is really when I started podding at the end of that summer, and people were just like, 
what's a podcast? Because people were used to YouTube mm-hmm. opinionated shows and shit like that. So you have like daytime tea time. You got like um, you got other opinionated shows out here who are kind of doing the YouTube either audio or visual. And I did. I kind of tried that for a minute, but it just wasn't me. I had it was called. I called it the AC, uh, the Audio Chronicles. And I was like, uh, well, this ain't working. <laughs> like, I was like, maybe after like two episodes, I was like, nah, this, this ain't it. This ain't it. And so that's why I just transitioned over to podcasting because that's that's a better platform. And the crazy thing is, I know that I'm true to this. Like, here's how I know I'm really, really true to this game. I'm like, niggas nowadays will ask me, how do I start a podcast? And I will give them the genuine answer of this right here. All you literally have to do, no cap, is go to your recording and hit the fucking record button. And when I tell you on your phones, most phones, if you got a, if you got an iPhone 8, 10 or higher, most of those recordings are better than some of the recordings that you get from your computers. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I started off this phone right here that y'all see right here. I started off this phone. Literally recording off my phone like this. You feel me? Having guests on my show, like I got the phone in the middle telling people like, hey, can y'all like speak up just a little bit? You understand what I'm saying? Like, because you got to work for that. Like, people will sit here and be like, how do you start a podcast? I'm like, yo, Kev on stage said it best. Are you willing to put in 100 episodes where people ain't listening to you for real? Hello? Like, let, like for real, for real. Because if you ain't, if you don't have an established career like some of these celebrities, even when we talk even A to B list, A to, a to D list, if you don't have that established celebrity, whether you're local, national, whatever, or worldwide, are you willing to put in those hundred episodes consistently? Now you can take a break or whatnot, but it come back, still put in put in that work for a hundred episodes consistently and be like, ah, people ain't listening to me. Or go on YouTube, because a lot of people want to be on YouTube nowadays too. Put on YouTube. And go on YouTube and then, yo, nobody's looking at my stuff. I'm getting like 10 views, Mm -hmm. uh, 10 views a week. You have to think about where we're at right now. It's so much oversaturation. So much oversaturation. And I'm like, the podcasting industry is, is definitely oversaturated, but it doesn't mean that you can't get your voice heard. Yeah. It's a great platform to get your voice heard. I've made a lot of connections, a lot of connections, still have networks within my Instagram with podcast fam, local podcasts that I've, that I've come to know from Michigan and um, even here in New York. Like while I was in Michigan doing my pod thing, I made a lot of relationships here in New York, in the DMV, in Philly. Baltimore, like I'm like, oh, I got relationships. So when the, when the world back, when the world open up, we out here. You understand what I'm saying? Like 
That's what podcasting gave me. And so it's not to say like this shit ain't going to be a struggle because it is. This is not to say this shit is not going to get tedious because it does. This shit, sometimes this shit, you you don't like it sometimes because you trust me. I've been open and honest about my experience with this shit. I, I love it to the death, but it's like sometimes I'll be one to just <laughs> knock over my microphone. Be like, God damn it. I'm sick. <laughs> you know? And a lot of people ask, how do you do it? So, like, you 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 just do it. With... It takes practice. It's practice. It it's you have practice. to be persistent and relentless, exactly. you know? And consistent. And consistent. Definitely consistent. I've been, I've, I'm proud to say my consistency is unmatched. I'm proud to say that. I'm proud that other people can say that about me. That's good. Like, bro, your consistency is crazy. No matter how many people talk shit, and people have talked shit and still do talk shit, you still going to get an episode out of me. And I bet your, bet your ass going to listen. Show is. So I'll, I'll keep talking my shit. So, yes. <laughs> After this weekend, um, we will no longer be on SoundCloud. We will... The whole THC network is moving over to uh, Buzzsprout. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, and like I said, to, to, to people who want to start podcasting, so I, I have recommended SoundCloud through and through, right? I recommend SoundCloud, Lipson, Podbeam, Buzzsprout. The only one I really don't recommend is Anchor. And it's just because... If you if you are a hobbyist podcast, then go for it. But if you are somebody like me who wants to really see this flourish and take it to a next level, it's, it's steep because it's free. And when we say free, everything isn't free. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you really got to read the terms and conditions. When I had a, I did a uh, episode called Pod One Hundred One ish. Literally, that talked about Anchor because I have a lot of Pi fam who are on Anchor that are doing numbers. But if they were to leave Anchor right the fuck now and want to take their episodes, I believe in the terms and conditions, Anchor owns their content. So it's because of that free ball that you are kind of stuck. Like one of my pop fam literally had about three seasons on her anchor profile mm-hmm. and had to delete it all because they wouldn't let her move over to SoundCloud. Wow. So she had to, like it was a whole new start for her. Shout out to um, the Talk With Tree podcast. She had to start a whole new, a whole new. And it was sick and I didn't want her to do that because she, she had about like, I want to say about 25 episodes in the can and if you think about 25 episodes that's a lot like every week every so like i know she was like but you know you're gonna get those back it's just a matter of time so we're moving i'm excited it's very exciting it's like a stress reliever you know like a just big like we are i'm excited for the move all right let's get into some shenanigans man yes um, That's what I'm here for. Let's get into some shenanigans. So, first of all, let's talk about Instagram. So, you have you heard about what Instagram is doing? No. What Instagram has done? What y'all doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Instagram over the past few days has taken away the likes. Uh, it's a beta type of program that they've done with some some millions of Instagram users. Not everybody, but some. 
And what they're doing now is instead of you seeing who liked your shit, and this is just for for some people, not everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look at some people's stuff, you can only see the number of likes, not who actually liked it, right? So they're taking that away or taking away the actual like value itself. And so a lot of people were in an uproar on Twitter, like, mm. oh my God, they're taking the likes away. Why are they taking the likes away? Ah. I'm like, hold on. Like, it's likes, my nigga. It's not. And, but it not shows old. you. But, but, it, but it shows you who's really, you know what I'm saying, about those invested. likes. Invested in likes and shit like that. Because as, as we know, social media can, has turned into a capitalistic, capitalistic uh, culture. Excuse yes. Me. In a sense. So a lot of companies, it's like based on your follower base, based on your likes, right? Now, what you going to do if the company say, oh, shit, well, your likes ain't there? Mm. I mean, I don't care. People don't like my shit no way. So I don't give a fuck. I mean, it was was never like a big thing. Once Instagram did that, that first update and just changed the whole algorithm... I just knew shit was just going to hell. Like, I was just like, okay, Instagram, you are, you're still my favorite app. I hate to say it, but you're still my favorite app, but you changed the whole algorithm. Once you changed the, the, uh, what is that? Uh, the design of the logo. Once you change the design of the logo, you change the design of the actual algorithm. And now it was just like, ah. It's nasty. It's nasty, and we don't like it. So it's not to say I'm <laughs> I'm not um, mad at it. It's just to say, like, yo, you. Well, first of all, you could have gave people fair warning because you just did it out the blue. You know, you just did it, and then you're gonna come out with a statement. But I like you. I liked your game plan, though. I'm not mad at y'all for doing it. I'm just letting y'all know I liked your game plan because that showed a lot. That showed to me that a lot of people really depend on likes, and nobody's your fucking friend out here. Y'all need nice. friends. Y'all need some fucking friends. And I see why nobody want to be your fucking friend because you're glued to the goddamn phone all the goddamn time. Like in other people picturing, you don't even know them niggas. Don't even know them. Like, I just be like, bro, you don't even know these people for real. I, like, from a can of paint, you don't even know them. Now, don't get me wrong, and I've said this on my platform, there have been people that I have gotten to know over social media who are cool as hell. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Good pie fam. You feel me? But that's because we real. Exactly. <laughs> We're actually human. You understand what I'm saying? We can video call each other or we can come on each other's platform and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? For most of y'all who are Instagram people and, and social media just influencers, oh, I don't know how did how Instagram taking your likes away is going to 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 be for you. Like it's going it's going to, it's going to it's going to suck. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. Because they they that's what they need and that's what they want. And they won't be able to get it. Right. Well. Shady. Whatever. Um. Let's talk. Let's I'm ready talk. to talk. Oh God. I'm ready to talk. I'm I'm tired. So today, I posted uh, a picture. Of the uh, Married at First Sight. Uh, what happened? Do we have some comments? Uh, Ruby said that uh, 
SoundCloud is rolling out a new space for creatives. Oh, okay. Thanks, Ruby. All right. Shout out to you, Rumble. SoundCloud, SoundCloud's cool. It's still cool. Don't get me wrong, but um, it 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 it's been a great relationship. You know, you sometimes gotta leave your great relationships. You I know do. what I'm saying? Like SoundCloud for us, for the whole THC, like I started everything there. You understand what I'm saying? But now it's time to, you know, you know, I, you didn't put a ring on it, SoundCloud. You know. You putting the ring on it with a man. I got a job. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting a sponsored by you. Now, that's a right. But y'all ain't putting the ring on it, bro. And, you know, for what I pay for, y'all ain't putting the ring on it. So it's, And it's okay. Four years, we did great work. Cool. We good. Now, let's go over to a more sophisticated platform in the world of podcasting. Um, that is... What? Buzzsprout. So I love that. Um, but let's get into it. Let's get in fucking to it. Because I'm I'm ready to tear this shit up. I'm ready to tear it up. Okay. Let me calm my blood pressure down. So. I have watched Married at First Sight season 11. And I am currently in season 12. Right. We are currently in season 12. Right. And I have not watched season one through 10. I don't plan on it. Don't ask me. OK, it's not happening. Right. Not to say I don't like the show, but it's not happening. Don't ask me. Right. <laughs> season 11 really intro- kind of introduced me to the show, what the show was about. You know what I'm saying? It was a really, really great concept. And as I told Bay, I've been watching reality tv for about 15 years plus now for about 15 years plus it was introduced to us it was introduced to our culture you know what i'm saying we had from keeping up the kardashians to mtv not mtv cribs uh what was that what was that uh, uh real world real world uh to jersey to shore. jersey shore you have uh, real housewives of every motherfucking the city challenge. Uh, the cha- right the challenge you have uh love and hip hop every motherfucking hit it City, Big Brother, you got um, so many on so many networks from E to MTV to VH1 to, hell, you can go to, uh, oh, 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 Baby June and all of them. You understand what my 600-pound life? I mean, we can go on and on and on. <laughs> so, he, he knows this. I Yo, she hates not. She hates that show. She cannot watch. I know me, and I'm I'm just going to be either very upset or I'm going to start crying. A or B. And I don't like watching it, so I will not. I refuse. I refuse. Mm -mm. (laughs) She can't watch it, y'all. I'm telling you, it it is. I just get so upset. It's it's, it's, it's hilarious. (laughs) 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 So, been watching it for a long time. Right, been watching this for a long time, and I can pretty much, I I believe that in my 15 years of watching this, I can pretty much assess who's a trash bag and who's not. Right, I can pretty much assess oh, Jesus. who is embarrassing to the culture and who's not. Right, I can respectively say that in season 11 of Married at First Sight. That I was pretty happy for all of the couples, whether they made it or not, 
because it was a great season. Mm -hmm. Three couples made it, I believe. Um, they still going strong. Uh, two of the couples that we like that are black still going strong. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we were just like, yes to all this black love, right? So season 12 hits the, it comes. Boom, 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 boom. These people get married, right? Niggas getting married and shit like that. You got, uh, uh, you got this white girl and this uh, Hispanic man. You have this, uh, is he Hispanic? Is he Baby, black? he's black. Okay, black man. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, he is. He looks exotic. So he looks. Yeah, you I can't. I can't tell. He's know, mulatto. Um, <laughs> you have this dude, this southern conservative dude, and oh this this drunkard of a white girl. Then you have <laughs> oh this. Uh, <laughs> she. I listen. I didn't say it. He, okay. Well, Chris said it. Chris said it. You have this Christian, quote unquote. Um, Boy and this, I want to be married so bad. Woman, Ooh. black couple. Okay. Uh, then you have uh, the Spanish guy, the Dominican guy. The Domin yeah, the Dominican Vincent, that, uh, Vincent and uh, uh, the black bossy girl. The, um, oh, black Barbie. Black Barbie, black bossy. Um, <laughs> and then you have uh, the eighties dude oh, God. and the girl who can't speak out her feelings. Okay. So now that we done ran down all of these damn couples, right? I don't know their names. I don't care if they know their names. No. Um, but there was one couple that stood above the motherfucking pack. One season, of them. This season's crazy. If there was one word to describe this season of Married at First Sight, it is get fucking toe. It is ghetto to the T. Me and Bay have already come to the consensus that none... Well, I've come to the consensus that none of the um, uh, the couples will make it at the end. Period. They will not make it. I I have a um, little um hope. I have a little bit more hope. I'm hoping she got that a little at hope. least one. I ain't got no hope. Ain't no hope here. One, one ain't no couple hope will here, come out of this because, like I said, the experts have genuinely. Listen. Put this shit in the toilet. Listen. Um, and it's... Whew, that's, yeah. uh, nah. Ain't no hope here. <laughs> but one couple, one person above the rest has really embarrassed our culture. And when I say our culture, I mean black culture. And has not only embarrassed our culture, but not only his... Our culture, but his family. And not only his family, but... He has embarrassed his ass because he has been portraying just as trash. Yes. And this is Chris. This is the black dude. The only... Now, I know you said the dude that's with the white girl is black, but he mulatto, so he's going to stay mulatto right now. Um, The only black dark-skinned dude on the show. Okay, now he comes he comes with this I got faith and I'm a Christian man and you know it's 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 all about that. It's all about God first, keeping God first and shit like that. Yada yada yada. Look so bad. And you think at first like, oh this is a, this is a, this is a Christian this is a great Christian man. Mm -hmm. 
Okay? His his family, his dad, his mom, I think that was his aunt. They don't look like they play games. They really about that shit. About that life, my nigga. They look like they hold a Bible in one hand and a gun in the other. Like they don't fuck around. And when I feel like they was raising him, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but it just looked and felt like when they was raising him, they raised him with a Bible in one hand and a belt in the other hand and just beat his ass. And so... It's the truth. I think they did that. You know, I, I really think they did that. So I'm, I'm like, okay, here we go. So he gets married to this beautiful chocolate Nubian queen named Paige. She's beautiful. Beautiful. She's gorgeous. Nice rump shaker. You know? You know? She got, listen. She got cake. Listen. And I was about to give some advice, but I'm not. She got, listen. Because if somebody, listen, you look, even us girls look, so, you know, just relax a little bit. But anyway, because some men are disrespectful, but anyway, he, I mean, he, she, she got a cake. She had a cake. I wouldn't be saying if she, she didn't. Small waist cake. And it was like, whoa, oh, wow. Like. Beautiful. Beautiful All right. body. Beautiful cool. body. As soon as he now he's at the altar, and as soon as he sees her, he says, "Oh, shit!" Just like that. And he doesn't say it in a way that's respectful. He says it in the most disrespectful way because before that, he said in the confessional that for one, he just got out of a three-month relationship with his ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. Two. Wait, which he met about. What? They were dating for just six months, I think. Y'all do the math. So, (laughs) then he goes and says, you know, physical attraction is a big, big, big thing to me. Which I understand. I get it. Physical attraction is key. You understand what I'm saying? Um, because I'm not just going to go to somebody who's not physically attractive for real, for real and be like, damn, baby, you looking good. Cause I'm not going to, I'm not about to sit here and lie to you. Nah, I'm okay. I can't either. I'm sorry. I can't lie to you. I can't. I can't lie to you. You know what I'm saying? And then obviously I'm super awkward. So I'll just be like, of course, like I can't sit, duh, like, all right, bye. So. You know, they get married, whatnot, yada, yada, yada. And you can tell that the energy between them is super weird, super awkward, yada, yada. Okay, fast forward to the next day after the, after they get married. and no, no, after no. what? Because they were, he goes and he tells her about his fiance and, and his ex the day of the oh, wedding. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, she yeah. already had the facts. Oh, yeah, she had the facts already. She, she knew. She knew what was going on. So that was hella shady from jump. She knew what she knew was going on. But anyways, she 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 basically knew, you know, he told her and it was honest. I'm like, all right, man, you let her know, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, okay, this nigga hopefully does not fuck fuck up, right? That's my initial reaction. I already knew y'all. Everybody I knew. I was just I, I saw it and I was just like yeah, it's him. It's him. He's and so gonna mess up everything. They consummate their marriage during the nighttime. 
Hashtag no protection. First night, y'all. And of meeting each other. And um he up and leaves. For about a couple hours. Gone. Out the door. <laughs> Comes back and tells this woman to her face. She asks him, yo, where the fuck you been at, nigga? Not like that, but that's how <laughs> that's how I took it. That's how what I what the fuck I said. I would have been like, what the fuck you been at, nigga? He says, I had a panic attack. And he then goes and says, basically, I'm not physically attracted to you. And she has the weirdest face of confusion. Of confusion. And I'm like, okay, that's red flag number one and two. You need to leave. Like, you need to go. You know, you need to you need to piece the fuck out. Like you, right now, you just let this man nutting you. Ooh, baby. Oh, I'ma say it. Oh, I'ma oh, I'ma say it. Oh, I'ma say this. I don't give a damn. I'ma say it. Sorry, you let, I'm a little bit more. Prepared. You let this nigga nut in. Yeah. And then he tells you he's not physical, and you knew, Paige. Okay, that something was off. She been new. Come on, black women. No, black women got synergy. I tell you that this is a situation of that when someone was stranded in the ocean and Yo. God, like God, send me a train. God, send me a boat. God, send. And God sends like a whole bunch of stuff, and the person's like, "That's not what I asked for. That's not what I asked for. Oh, I don't want that. Oh, look, that's it. That is Paige right there." Full blown because God was sending them warning signs. Listen. From jump. Warning. I mean, he red, was sending Titanic. Like abort. Warning. Like he was abort, like. Abort mission. Like, like abort that shit. Like abort. Bro. So fast forward, guys. And, um, you know, they're. they're he's apologizing. But every time he apologizes, it's this smirk that comes across his face that I want to like smack Stevie off his J. fucking... It's a Stevie J smirk! Oh, it's a Stevie J smirk! Oh, my it's God! Like it's a like... Stevie J smirk that comes across his motherfucking face that I'll be wanting you to slap pop his out mother... Ooh, shit! I'll be like, <laughs> dog! Okay, so fast forward. Like girl, girl, girl tells... Girl goes and tells his, um, his family. Right, his family's like, "Are you serious?" Like, wow. And then you know, his dad acts like, "Like, yo, did you consummate the marriage?" And she was like, "Yeah, you know, I let him get the nucky shit." And it was like, "Oh no!" And then on top of that, she goes and she says, "And we did it three times." Three times. Three times. So I'm really, really confused. Yeah. We did it three times, but now I'm not attractive to him. So dad gets in his ass basically and is like, yo, don't do that shit. You wild for that, basically. In his in dad's Christian way, because he kept it real Christian. Dad kept it real Christian. Cause I feel like if he and and you could tell Chris was looking like a little boy. He was just like, okay, dad, I'm just I don't know what to say. Like, and then <laughs> Then because I because I see how spoiled he is, 
He then goes and then tells me, well, why you sit here and you tell my parents? Why you do that? Because my parents don't know about my sex life and shit like that. First of all, boy, they don't know nothing about your underground life now, huh? Hmm. Because fast forward, we get to the nitty and the gritty. It's going to get good, y'all. Uh, now she stays with this nigga after all this bullshit, right? I think if a black woman, for real, if I know black women the way I know black women, um, I don't think they would have stayed right here. Depending on who you are, if you are a conscious black woman that I know, I don't think you would have stayed. I think after that and the unattraction comment, I think it would have been a pack pack. We out this bitch, peace the fuck out. That's what I would have thought. No page stayed. Okay, cool, page. You a ride or die, whatever. Um. This was going to now test her ride. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is going to test her ride. Uh, Because Chris got his ex-fiance pregnant. Mm -hmm. And the way he went about it, excuse me, the way he went about it was really, really childish punk trashy i mean it was so stevie j kirk from love and hip-hop like that i was just like they probably gonna invite him oh wow this was trash he was very trash for how he went about telling her he was just like the way he was going about not telling her at first very cowardly wanting to sit here and be like well i ain't gotta tell you nothing Bitch, you are her husband. And I don't even give a fuck about it. That's what all the producers were saying. You are her husband. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, the producers are looking at this man like, you have to tell her with your stupid ass. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't have to do nothing. Well, what the fuck are you doing here with your stupid ass? All right, cool. So Paige comes out. She looked like a goddamn mummy. She looked like she don't know what the hell just happened. She felt like she just got smacked in the goddamn face. All right, bet we understand. Bet. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So then Paige goes and you know they have dinner or whatnot, and he gets all fly. She gets beautiful or whatnot, and he apologizes again. He sounds like a motherfucking broken record and shit like this. And he just asked her, like, yo, if today was decision day, what would you do? And she said, I would get the fuck out of here and leave your stupid ass. Now, that's what I, I, she didn't say that on the TV show. That's just how I see it. <laughs> you just giving them the love and hip hop version. Basically, basically. That's all, that's it. Like, for real. Because she was like, I would leave. And I was like, hell yeah, you better leave. You better fucking leave. But see, Chris, Chris is a smooth talker. Here's the thing about dark-skinned motherfuckers, because I am one. We some smooth-talking-ass motherfuckers. See, we know how to communicate. Why I've done it, but... To dumb bitches. Listen, we some smooth-talking-ass motherfuckers. So, it's like, we we know how to wordplay our shit. It's a certain one of us, like myself, who's some real niggas ain't going to sit here and do that bullshit. I ain't got time to wordplay with your stupid ass. I'm going to tell you what the fuck is up. You understand what I'm saying? Now, it's dark-skinned motherfuckers like Chris that make it hard for dark-skinned niggas like me. 
Okay, because they ain't real niggas. They ain't real niggas. Okay, and so Chris really was just like, yeah, you know, basically, you know, I want to work this out, yada, yada, yada. Okay, work it out, blah, 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 ski, whatever. They get in front of the group. He tells the group, the whole group looking at this nigga like, oh, you a hoe. <laughs> and I think I would have did the same thing. I would have been like, you ain't shit. You, you, know. you ain't shit. You ain't about shit. You ain't shit. Right? Now, Eric and Virginia, the drunkard and the Southern conservative, uh, they were out of place because they were talking about his um, his situation. And see, here's the thing about white folks. White folks need to stay in your lane. You understand what I'm saying? When somebody, y'all like to sit here and exert your help when nobody asks for your fucking help. No, I'm going to talk about it. Because a lot of y'all sit here and exert yourselves into situations that did not ask for your ass to be here. Sit your pale twilight ass over in the corner and chill your ass out and get a fucking drink. This man did not just say twilight. I sure did. <laughs> Edward Cullen. Had to- Edward <laughs> Cullen, Bella, motherfucking Cullen, leave us alone. <laughs> Because that's that because honestly, that is what they were thinking. That's mm-hmm. like, yo, why are you in my situation? I'm not about to be in your business like that because you would do the same. Don't sit here and exert yourself into my business. Just because you sat here and gave some advice to my wife, you think you believe that you have a say of anything in my shit and you don't. So what you're going to do is you're going to sit right here and shut the fuck up. Now, that's what Chris wanted to say, but he didn't say that, right? And so, he kind of said that later on down the line when they went hiking and shit like that. Which I believe he should have made it clear. Because it was more so like, he should have communicated that at first. Period. Because I feel like that escalated so... It, like, it escalated very quickly. He so didn't, much. He didn't, he didn't want to really talk because thinking. he... Ex- again, he's, he's not like me. He ain't like me because I'm I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna tell you right then and there don't don't and if you don't and if you can't do that then we gonna have a problem yeah and that's period so as we know you know fast forward Chris Virginia and Eric getting to this whole you know back and forth in the car blah they split woo woo he yelling 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 yeah like a madman like a madman yada 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 so we get to dinner and. You know, Chris is apologizing, whoop the woo out the bam, I'm sorry. All of that shit. And then um Eric and Virginia come down and everybody's on a copacetic vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's on chill vibe, everybody's in a forgiving mood. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, when Chris was going in on Virginia, and trust me, he was going in on Virginia, um, Eric said nothing to this nigga. Did nothing to this nigga. And see a lot of white people like Eric have, how can we call it? Um, there's a there's a phrase, and I'm trying to get the phrase right. They have um, undercover, how can I say, undercover, um, I'm trying to find the word, but it's, it's, it's to the point where they, 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 
they feel like they can have some balls because their girl has now, God guess, pumped them up or yeah. whatever, right? You got some undercover balls now because your balls was definitely in your nutsack when uh when you when you let this man literally disrespect your girl and absolutely said and did nothing and said and did nothing like you just sat there so then you come with this energy like hey man you do not disrespect my wife and everything like that first of all brother what was that energy last whoa when it was, was all going down where was that energy when it was all going down huh you picking and choosing your energies yep Oh, that's cute. Because Chris was about to whoop his ass. He sure was. Chris was like, oh, you... I'm about to break... Oh, because Because Eric was like, because this is whatever you want to do. And Chris was like, oh, oh. Here's the thing. Don't do that. White people, let me say this right now. Don't you ever tell a black person, black man or woman, it's whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. We've heard that a lot of, a lot in our communities. Okay? Thems is fighting yes. words. It's you whatever know. you want to do. Well, it's whatever I want to do. I'm gonna beat your ass. So what's up? Like it's on site. You understand right. what I'm saying? Like it's it's not even a game. Like we, <laughs> you said that to me. Chris was ready to whoop his ass. He sure no was. pun intended. We get fast forward. Chris becomes an ass again because now he's asking Paige for a divorce. Yes, he. Why? Why? Trash ass nigga. Because he's still in love with his fiance or ex-fiance and wants to work it out with her at this point Paige, i need you to fucking leave chris you are trash you are an embarrassment to your family and we've only got to episode seven i don't want to feel like watching episode eight right now because i'm triggered yeah he's i don't want to watch that shit right now because i really want to see chris like how dare you what is your mama and your auntie saying right now watching your stupid ass on fucking television? On fucking Lifetime. And you know all the black women watch Lifetime. You sure do. You trash. But can't to I'm oh, I feel like I'm defending him, but I don't want oh, to. Oh, you bet not. You bet not. I'm not you defending not. him. So I'm basically you going bet in not. the aspect, baby. <laughs> you bet not. He's <laughs> I'm not, but I'm going more on Paige's side right now, and basically, like, from the point of view of a woman, that was very idiotic of her, like, extremely, and he was very, it, now once did he lie to her, think about it, not once, he kept it 100, he said A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, all, he said all of them, so I feel like- When did he say that? She saw he's he he's said everything. Oh, the baby mama stuff. You know, um, the ex fiance. He's been clear, not crystal clear where we're actually understanding everything like fully. Then that ain't clear. Thing, but it's clear enough. She could, baby. Anybody in that situation would read between the lines and get the hell out. The lines they're there, they're there. Thanks. But she chose. To stay. That is and true. That right there. That is true. Yes, it makes Chris look like a villain, but Chris is still trash. It's still trash, but he said what he said. And he he's just, you know, yes, he's an asshole. Yes, he's a prick. Yes, everything. Yes to everything. Yes. Yes. But 
it's not saying that it's all on him. I'm saying it's on her too. Oh I, no, we we we're not we're not going to disregard Paige, right? Because now. Paige, no, no, no. What I'm saying, I'm saying it, it's it is a lot on Chris, but it's a lot on Paige too. Because yeah, honey, you stay, sweetheart. Honey, that was ridiculous. I don't know how you, you could have shut this down the the day you got married when he said to you, because that would have been a red flag for me. Yeah. This the day he said to you, listen. Yeah, I just got out of a a relationship mm-hmm. with my my ex fiance. You so you were like three three months ago. You was about to marry somebody else. I'm gone. What am I doing here? Mm-hmm. What am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Experts, you fucked up. Yeah, y'all fucked up with this. You fucked up. That that right there. That right there. I'm like, you set me up for failure. Yeah. So I would not only be like, that's what I would be. But Paige is not there. Paige is like, let me read this out. Like a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, and I'm like, what? So I'm about, let me read this out. So I, for me, for me to be honest, I'm really much more upset. My frustration is not going to Chris. My frustration is going more towards people who had control of the situation. And the people who had control of the situation were the producers and the matchmakers. First of all. And Paige. Because Paige could have been like, you know what? You're not going to embarrass me on national TV. I'm sorry. Listen, this is not for me. I'm not here for no clout. You, He's disrespecting me and he's disrespectful. I'm leaving. But no, you stood. And it makes me think of you wanted more TV time. I can see it like that. I can see it like that for both. But here's the thing, Paige. Because I'm like, where's the respect for yourself? You, and you and could, for for her, where's the, where's everybody's respect? You're making this show is supposed to be about love and all that stuff, and you just made it into a drama reality show. Like it might as well just be loving hip hop because you knew that that was gonna fuck up. You knew, you knew. Three months, you had a fiance you were in love with. Hell no, that's a I will pull the plug on that. Come on. Here's my thing. Paige, you should have left, baby. Hello. You should have left. Because um, you're not unexcusable. All this little, oh my God, I'm supposed to be his wife and everything. Bullshit, sweetheart. You should have left the moment that nigga said, you are not attracted to me. And he busted in your goddamn guts and nutted in you three times. Oh my God. That's what he did. She just made herself look like a hoe. That's like, what Like he a did. groveling girl on the that's, ground. That's, like, he put that's you on exactly your back you and did. you stood there, mama. And like, that's not you were cute. You were yelling on the phone and shit like that, talking about, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. But, you, but you're still with this man. Like, if I see you in, in oh episode eight, I'm done. Like, I, I don't, I'm done. Baby, but, talk about Pastor Kyle, because that was crazy. Um, Pastor Kyle was over it. Like... And y'all know over the 12 season, Pascal will fight for any type of relationship, right? The worst of the worst. He literally said in the episode, this is not one without fighting for. Mm-hmm. So if Pastor Kyle is sitting here saying this is not one, then Paige, why do you? Why do you? And I'm going to say it again. Why do you continue to let this mm-hmm. nigga nut in your pussy? Like, I don't get this was, shit. That right I don't understand. Like, like, when he said that, like, I literally. And you looked and you looked at that man and said, yes, he is. Like Still for what? Like what is what insecurities do you have up in there? Like it has to be some, has to be some, because it can't just be oh he's my husband and it's got no 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 this no 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 no. Mean, but Fuck I think that. Her brain went to her ass and and Whatever. her heart went. I, I don't know where. But she that fucked was up. Crazy. Chris, 
Because I'm I'm done with this. Um, yes, agree. Chris, your trash bucket. Um, even though Paige, you shouldn't have stayed, and at this point, a lot of people ain't on your side either. At this um, point, because I'm not. Period. Um, I'm definitely not on Chris's side either. Um, when I see Chris, he reminds me of Stevie J, the new Stevie J of this era, and um, the way you were smirking. It's it's when we say clear, I'm 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 going to disagree in saying that he was any type of fucking clear because the way you carried yourself as a man on reality TV, I've seen a lot of men be not clear, clear to read between the lines, and then Crystal, you were never one of those at all. You kept that shit to yourself. To the point where niggas had to go in the bathroom, turn the mics off, let me do all it. My nigga, you knew what you signed up for when you got up on this show. This is married at fucking first sight. You know what this shit is. Do not sit here and be a little bitch. And that's just period. You were being a little bitch about everything when it came down to it. When the shit hit the fan. When shit hit the fan and you sitting here saying, bro, you could have had a panic attack and shit like that. I'm not doubting that. But, bro, the way you handled her and handled situations, my nigga, you have no respect over here. No, no. I'm not saying. My nigga, you didn't make shit. You didn't make shit. You didn't make shit clear until niggas started pressing you. That's my thing. Niggas had to press you just to sit here and for you to just read between the lines and shit like that. Why do why do the producers have to press? Nigga, stop being a 27-year-old boy. You my age. You like 28, 29. And you call yourself, oh, I'm a Christian man. That ain't Christian man values. Let me tell you right now. Well, you know what? You might be a deacon one day. Mm. Go ahead. My bad. I'm sorry. You're right. You might be a deacon one day. I'm done with you. I'm done on this. I spent like 30 minutes on you. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm so over. I am over you. Uh, Paige, get the fuck on and get the fuck out. I hope you're gone. Um, Chris, uh, Paige, I wish you the best. <laughs> uh, Chris, yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, babe, listen. Yes. Yo, um, it was this video, and it was reminiscing about, like, school lunches and shit back in the day. Oh, my God. It was Kev, Kev on stage. Oh Kev on stage, and then was reminiscing about, like, school lunch and uh, the, the sausage pizzas. Remember the sausage pizzas on Fridays? Like, maybe, and maybe it was when I was, we was, like, a little little, like, littler. You know what I'm saying? Like when we was coming up in like kindergarten through like eighth Where grade. The, the square boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, First, we had him in New York. Oh my god, new things were disgusting. Those things were disgusting. Yeah, yeah. What was what was the okay. best school lunch you ever had? Best school lunch. Wow. We only had. I think the best school lunch that I had was Smuckers without. The, it was just um, the peanut butter and jelly. Without the without the crust. And the pizza. The pizza used to the pizza used to slap. And I don't know why that bitch used to slap so hard because it was the nasty. The ices, baby. 
those ices. Oh my God. I feel like I wish my kids were here to see, but those ices. They had the cherry ones. I'm dead. Like, they sure did, though. And <laughs> the you had the wood spoon. Ones and the little spoon. The wood spoon. Lord, I would look forward to summers. I definitely. Really definitely. I would just grab the icy, throw the food away, though. Yeah. Half, I, I, was my, I think my favorite days was half days. Yeah. Half days was my favorite days. You know, virtual kids will never get to experience this. Poor things. Jesus Christ. Half, day, half days were amazing. Like, half days used to be like, you go to class, you go to school at like 8 o'clock, you get out at 11.30, you know what I'm saying? They give you like a little lunch. Lunch. A little lunch. <laughs> give you like a Smuckers and an Apple and some milk. Yo, I used PJ. to. Yo, I used to bang the chocolate milk, bro. Yeah. I, like I used to. Milk. I think that's why I don't like milk now. Yeah. I like, <laughs> I fucking don't like milk now. It's because I, yo, we, man, I, and I'm embarrassed because. <laughs> We used to always have drinking milk competitions, and my fat ass was probably one of the fucking champs of that shit, nigga. Like, chocolate milk cartons, oh, I would go through three of those by lunchtime. That's why I would be shitting and farting like a motherfucker when I got home. It would be bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. You mad proud. Like, yo, we be in that bitch like, you ready? Niggas be like, Go, poop, poop. Go. <laughs> I can't drink that shit now. <laughs> I can't drink that shit now. That shit, that shit, have my stomach going crazy. I can't have drink that shit now. But back then, chocolate milk champ. You know what we used to do? <laughs> we used to put milk in the trays with all the food. Uh, and what? We just like. Yeah, uh, <laughs> y'all nasty. Yeah. We <laughs> Y'all nasty. Just cause, cause we was uh, bored. We was sitting there oh and we were bored. I never really did it. I was invited to do it. Of course, <laughs> I, I joined. <laughs> of course, I joined because the invitation was there. And I was, I was, I was like, invited was, to do it. You know what? It was kind of like some weird ass, hmm. like the MS uh, MSR uh, MSMR something like that. ASMR, yeah, yeah, yeah. ASMR, all that shit. That shit sometimes is weird but yeah it was like crushing so it it's you know but human we all as humans have a destructive nature right we have to have it it's it's like i like people think of it as a negative thing but no we we need to destroy it in order to create and and um just that sound it was just i don't know pleasing but yeah and we used to like throw like lunch parties all the time, yeah. get on top of the desk, get Lit. in trouble all the time. Motherfucking like, like it was like, so come on now. Oh my god, the food fights. Somebody hit me with a chicken bone. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking chicken bone. I got oh my god. Whack. And then, then I was like, everybody started laughing. That's hilarious. Um, what was the worst lunch that you had? Okay. Oh lord. And I know you hate corn. Or not co- hate corn, but hate canned corn. Yeah, I'm not a canned corn dude. So I was in elementary school, and someone—I mean, not someone—but they open a, you know, they have the can, they have canned goods there, a lot of a lot goods. of it. So that's what they would serve to the kids. Good. So I knew it wasn't like them. I already knew it was there. Mm. So when they served me corn, there was like a worm in my corn. Yeah, and after that, I hated school lunch ever since. Oh, no. Like, you wouldn't really see me eat it 
unless I was like, I have to be hungry or my mom didn't give me food. Oh, I didn't give me no cash food. for food or gave That's me food nasty. so I could take it. But um, yeah, I um. That's the only time I would eat it, and that's some nasty shit. And again, I will only eat, you know, pizza and and you know, ices. Apparently, that's nasty. I think the the most I think the sloppy joes were nasty to me. Yeah. I used to see kids eat that. Yeah, and they be tearing. They yeah, tearing it up too, don't they? Oh my god. Boy, Yo, and we it, had a, we had a even like a school lunch. We and listen, and every time Sloppy Joe's came through during the week, nigga, the line was crazy. Like what? niggas would love Sloppy Joe's, and I'm like, y'all are disgusting. I feel the food now is better because working oh, of course. in in of course, you know, working in like the they they kids. I saw the food and I'm like, I think we were probably one of the last last generations of kids to actually get most of that food. You know what I'm saying? Like, that horrible food. Like, it was just like, yo, we can't keep serving the kids like this. Mm -hmm. Duh. That's why they don't want to eat it. Jesus, I wouldn't eat. Listen, hell, I didn't even eat the shit that I brought to the damn school. My mom, listen, I told y'all, salami sandwiches, I didn't like. Okay? (laughs) Because... When we ran out of bologna, and I would fry me a bologna sandwich with some mayo and shit. See, my mama didn't keep mayo in the house, right? I'm a mayo connoisseur. You understand what I'm saying? My mama loves Miracle Whip. I hate that shit. That shit is disgusting. And anybody like Miracle Whip, y'all got the gout. Period. (laughs) (laughs) You better leave them people. You like your Miracle Whip. You got the Miracle Whip. That's fine. But I love y'all. But, no, I hated it. So, I would put a dry, like, every time we would run out of bologna and we only had salami because my mama loved the salami. Oh, <laughs> She loved salami, whether she would get it cut from the deli or just get a thing from the, from the meat section. Love salami. And I hated salami because salami always had the fucking seeds <laughs> in the goddamn meat. <laughs> and it just, oh my god! Like I was like, bro, what I the? I love that part. It 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 would irritate. It was, pepper it was the little fucking pepper, and then you crunch that shit, and then it just Ooh, burst in your. Oh it my god! It was spicy. It was spicy as shit. <laughs> like you just spill all that in your throat. You just like, why is all that shit in my throat? <laughs> okay, like. It tastes amazing. No, it's just like what the fuck. For my out there, y'all ready? Oh my god! Like yo, it was just (laughs) (laughs) like I'm like, no, this is not it. So my mom would be like, oh, so you're not making you a lunch today? And I'd be like, not with that shit. Nah, man. So what you gonna eat? (laughs) And she would just she would be like, I'm not eating today. She was like, boy, you better make you a lunch. I'm not playing with you. And I'm like, damn. And so I would just put. <laughs> y'all I'll just slap. I would just get two pieces of bread and slap. Two... <laughs> I would slap two pieces of salami on that shit, put the bread on there, put it in the sandwich bag. And she would look in my box and she would be like, so you're just going to eat meat and bread. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to just eat meat and bread. And she's like, all right, whatever. So I will go to lunch, get my lunchbox, and throw the motherfucking sandwich away. 
What? Because I'm not eating that. <laughs> Especially if we got a burger day. Oh, what? Oh, burgers. The burgers. It's a wrap. I'm not. Like, if we only had mm-hmm. salami that day and I would have to make a lunch that day, I would be like, yeah, no. Yeah, I'd rather eat that. No. You know what? Yeah, no. Right. Because no. No. And I did it on occasions where we didn't have burger days and we had like chicken tenders and yeah. chicken nuggets yes. and shit like that. Like, food nah. you can trust. Food that you can, exactly. <laughs> food that you can fucking trust. Like, we not, nah, bro. Like, it was, it just, nah. I, w- I wasn't, I wasn't rocking with it. But you know, school lunches really prepared school us lunch. for all of that, you know, all of this, you know, healthy eating type shit. Cause, you know, I, one thing that I would say now that I'm in Ooh, New I York. All the fruits too. I forgot about the cup fruits? Oh God! You know I like. She I love cup peaches. peaches. I love peaches. She love cup peaches, which is not bad. Not but see, when you done had the jellos and the apple sauces and the peaches and the uh, the the fruit cup, I mean the fruit cups got on my goddamn nerves. I don't, I don't like the ones that have all the fruit. Oh I my like God! Fruit. Give me oh. one fruit. Oh one fruit at a my time. god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And I think that's why I don't fuck with fruit cups now. So don't don't like if you say like, oh, you want a couple of peaches? I get triggered. And then I don't. Eat <laughs> <jello>. <laughs> I get triggered. Like my insides get triggered. I don't I'm like, like jello mm-hmm. anymore because I didn't know it was made out of like pork. Literally, I. And I was just like, why are you feeding me this as a kid? Like, what? if you would have told me it had pork. I would have stopped. I would have never, never ate it. It's just not it. It's just not it. Even it's just the like gummies and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I'm just sorry, not. I just ruined your life. Yep. It's just like yo, no, we're not. It's nah. But shout out to the school lunches and shit. Um, hey, listen. New docu series that I've watched now three times. Hip hop uncovered uh, on Hulu. Um, this documentary, uh, or docu-series, my, uh, I'm sorry. This docu-series, I recommend if you are an avid music lover, um, if you love hip-hop, if you love the culture of hip-hop, if you love black culture, um, this is a documentary for you. Listen here. I've watched this documentary or this docu-series almost three times already because it's such a... A in-depth documentary. You have people that I never knew about. You understand what I'm saying? And people yes. that I do know that I did know about, right? Like I knew about Deb and um I've heard of uh, you know, I know Trick Trick. Not saying I know these people, but I I know of these people. You understand what I'm saying? Trick Trick is literally from Detroit. Shout out to the city, 313, stand up. You feel what I'm saying? So it was like, yo, you have people from my 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 town, my hometown, like that's on this show. And you have people that I've seen on TV on this show, but you have people like Big U, Bimmy, um, Haitian Jack, who I never even heard of. That was dope. Never even heard of. Like, Deb, here's the thing about Hip Hop Uncovered. Hip Hop Uncovered from the first episode to the sixth episode captured you in depth. And let me tell you, those first three episodes, no, those first four episodes, raw. Mm. Fucking raw. Do you hear me? When Deb said that she went, like, Deb, and and, and I watched the interview on Drink Champs when uh, Nori had everybody together, and he, he interviewed them. Deb, 
they said Deb's story when they really talked about Deb's story off the camera. Big U was like, I don't know if she's going to be able to talk about everything. Deb was like, I didn't even say much on that show. But I'm like, Deb, you low-key did. Because you encaptured me. I said, yo, how do you... You go up to your mama room. Your mama room, bro. Your mama asked your dad, yo, what's this What's this mountain of powder on the fucking dresser? He says, baby powder. So you and your cousin, this is Deb, y'all. Deb at me. Walker Flocker's mom. Okay? This is, she goes, she's not, she's, she's young. She's like eight, nine, I think she said. Her and her cousin go up there and start patting. The quote-unquote baby power on themselves. Not knowing this shit is cocaine. Not knowing this shit is pure heroin. And I mean, Deb said she was... Go crazy. They smelling in this shit. What it smell like? Woo. Yo, the stories that they were telling. It was like... And the jewels that they were dropping. That that's the biggest thing for me because when you have OGs talking like for me you don't get OGs like this. No, you don't. Talking and dropping jewels like this. So for me, I don't give a damn if I don't know hip hop that much. Um I love the culture and I love the music. So for me it's like I'm gonna listen. Nine about that street life. Never have been, never will be. But I know people who are in that street life. Yeah. I have people in my family who've been a part of that street life. I know about the codes. Some. I know about the, the loyalty everything. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like looking at them and watching them. Learning from them. The one thing that Deb said that really took me. Uh, she was like, I was trained by OGs. They're trained by IG. And Ooh, she and she was really talking about the culture of hip-hop nowadays. Because all of them, from Haitian Jack to Bimmy to Big U to Deb to Trick Trick, have all said, this shit nowadays that's quote-unquote hip-hop, this shit ain't hip-hop. This shit ain't hip-hop. They was like, we don't know what the fuck this is. And seeing, and really seeing in depth of how each one really just made their name in the culture. Mm-hmm. Trick Trick with Eminem. Bimmy with LL Cool J and Def Jam. Deb with Gucci, Nicki, and French. Um, Big U. He involved um, with uh, uh, Death Row and Nipsey Hussle. Haitian Jack. That nigga said he had Madonna. He said he had Madonna on the street eating jerk fucking chicken, nigga. What? Y'all gotta go watch that show. He said he had Madonna eating jerk chicken. His white girl. He said Madonna ain't scared of no hood. She will go to any hood. I'm it sorry. don't matter. 
He said Madonna was eating jerk fucking chicken. In the nigga. hood. In the hood. Then you got Bimmy, right? Mm-hmm. If I didn't, if I didn't mention Bimmy already, Bimmy, who's worked with LL Cool J, Def Jam. This nigga say he had Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston bail him out of jail. Two million dollars. What? This is what I'm saying. Who do you really know? Like, this is why I love staying behind the scenes. I don't want to be in front. I always had a feeling like, what's the niggas that's behind the scenes doing the shit? Fuck the niggas that's in front of the camera, right? Like, not fuck y'all, but like, who really behind and, because, and this? People behind the scenes are legendary. Exactly. And, and when you hear their story and when you hear them Sorry, speak, baby. it's just it's cr- it, yo. It's so captivating because it's it's so real and it's so raw. And they ain't gonna lie. And they did the nitty gritty stuff, the stuff that where you are at now, the way you where you're placed now in your life is that that's that's because of them because that came off their back, off their back, and that that's why like. Like, that they made it possible cool. for me to do what I do. Exactly. You, you have to step saying? on their back. And that's what some French... Like, let's, like let's get it... Let's you stepped on her period. back to, to get, get to where you, you are. are. And, and and it sucks. And, you know, but she she's still forgiven. And that's the type of... Yo, that woman, just Dab. the fact that she... And she's hey, never taken off her clothes. You know what I'm saying? Never taking off her clothes. Very inspirational woman. You know, she, yeah, she a little hot. She a cookie. She a tough That's cookie, good. but she's she's a cookie. Don't forget, she's sweet. And I, I feel like I saw that side of her, too. Of course. She was just so nurturing. She's a, so, she she so said she's a nurturer. I, it, but she sounds so tough. But it's like, if you get past that from, like, get past that notion of her, yo, she's, she's a She's a nurturer, queen. but don't cross. Don't cross. Definitely don't cross. Don't be disrespectful. In any of these, what I've gotten from all of these OGs is that we got your back as long as you don't cross me. That's it. But and as it, it should be. And as, right. And as it should be. Don't cross me. And if you cross me, we're going to have to handle it. Simple. Now, that don't mean I'm going to have to kill you, but that just means we're going to have to handle it. Mm-hmm. And see, OGs like that live live by a code that me and you, right? Not to say we weren't, we weren't taught that, mm-hmm. but it's to say like, not to that extent. No, that's that's a harder code. Exactly. It's a different code. That's like, a different type they, of code. They that's the code of the streets. My exactly. mama didn't have me in no streets. I'm sorry. My Hell mama no, my mama. Right. Yeah, my mama didn't um, have me in no streets. And either. I'm not saying right, right or wrong per se, because I know I just said right, but my my mama raised me, so I know that my mama had me in the house. Exactly. I was not in the streets. I was not playing around, you know, with baby's kids and all that shit. All that in the corner. Mm-mm. I play. My, no, I wasn't I in the streets, but like I played with the baby kids and everything. My like, mama was straight. I knew the hustlers and everybody on the block or whatever. You know what I'm saying? My because my they, they knew my grandma, they knew my auntie, they they knew. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 they, they knew it was good, and so it was just like I knew some of the people when I was growing up. Some of the hustlers and gangbangers back then, honestly, they would be like, "Yo, don't walk past here." Don't come past. Like it was a point where they were still doing that shit. Like, yo, you you not about to get into this. You, this ain't even you. Pull your pants up, nigga. We mm-hmm. the only ones that sag around this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like yeah, they doing it, but they like if 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 they know your ass is square, which I was, they was like you, nigga. Bye. 
Take your ass. <laughs> and I feel like my where I where I would live, like where I used to live, like they, the gangsters or the thugs or whatever you want to call them that were there, they protected the the neighborhood. They protect the exactly. They protect like that shit. it was where you can't come in our neighborhood and do that type of shit. Exactly. Like you cannot. You know, and if somebody tried, they saw somebody try to do something to someone. It was like, yo, 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 what's, what's Chill going out. on? Exactly. Like I've had people. Like I, I, there was this kid. Yeah, I've known him. I've known him since I like grew up. But I knew he wasn't walking down the path that my mom believed was right at the current time. Mm-hmm. And he would, he, he just came up to me, um, because someone came up to me and he was like, oh, can can I talk to you? And he was like, yo, what you doing to my little sister? Just like that. I never, I never even would talk to him. Because I knew who the type of person he was. But mm-hmm. he's like, what you doing to my little sister? Defending exactly, me. Exactly. And I'm like, oh. Right, okay. you're taking bye bye. Like, oh my God. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> my mama told no, me. Facts, no, facts, like, no facts, no facts, no facts. No facts. Because, know, they, because I know I was I know I was protected exactly. in some way or form. So I, I've always felt safe. And they even said know? in a documentary nowadays, it's not that no more. It's not. It's not that no more. It's like not. that. Everyone that is selfish. Everyone is for their themselves. It is. And, and I don't it's like ridiculous it. because even if we go down to the business, like what happened to them, they all were so selfish. They they didn't even think of And them. again, how you do know? you how do you Very for themselves. how selfish. do you forget? How? Right? How do you because I know for me, like my my the people who support me, you know. And everything in my in my business endeavors, you understand what I'm saying? The people who support me, uh, family or friend, I can never forget, right? Especially when I was building, still building, right? That foundation, I can't forget that. Now I can grow. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I can get new. And 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 Deb even said she was like, I didn't know everything. I didn't know everything in the manager. She said it on the interview. I didn't know any everything when I was manager. She said, I knew how to be a mother. I knew how to be a nurturer. Y'all came to me looking for management. So I did what I needed to do. I used my street Simple. mentality. And that's most of the that's most of them that got interviewed. They used that street mentality to get into the into the music game. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, they didn't know everything, but do I sit here and just bash you no i come to you like a grown-ass adult and be like listen i appreciate everything that you've done for me over the you know quote-unquote upteen years or whatever but my career or whatever is taking off and i just need better management yeah if you would have came to anybody like that i think i believe that relationship will still not only just be there but flourish Mm -hmm. but see when we get in that industry when we get that money, when people start being in people's ear, yeah, talking a lot of shit, and I think that's that's a thing of, of fear. That's a thing of scare. Like, yo, oh, she she not rip me because what? What you mean? But you know how this person is for yeah. real. So you gonna take the word over somebody else? Then really mm-hmm. trusting your feelings and trusting mm-hmm. me? That's shady shit. It is. You know, I would say this though. I wish, or maybe I need to look into it more because I don't. I don't really like invest time into these things. But like, I wish that you know Nikki or French or you know all the other people that have 
wrong these people would just come forth and just <laughs> I don't know like doing that. Just say, just say something, like you know that. what I'm saying? Because uh, honestly, it's making you look even worse than you already do. No, that's fine. Because no, 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 that's fine. We don't, we don't even want an you apology. to say. No, 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 we don't want that because honestly, it took it took for so long for Deb to sit here and say all of this stuff. Yeah. Because Deb doesn't really say anything. If you watch no. Deb on Love and Hip Hop or Growing Up Hip Hop, Deb is a hard ass. She is. She go hard for. Everybody that she rock for, mostly, and she'll tell you, mostly she fuck she fuck with women because because they don't get they they say and they play in this industry, mm-hmm. which is facts. So I respect and love everything that Deb is. And Deb, listen, if you're listening, if you ever listen, <laughs> come over here. I want to work with you. Okay, let's get this money for real because that's one that's one person who I know who will keep me together. Yeah, push me. But also give me the yo, Dad. <laughs> if you if you want to get into this podcast game, let, hey, let's work. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm uh, I'm gonna send that into the universe. No, he's been saying that, guys. Like he's he's. I'm gonna send that guys. into the universe. I yes. would not like that's one person when, to the T. When he's when he watched it the first time, because yes, he's watched it multiple times. Multiple times. Um. When he watched it the first time, that was the first thing he said. He's like, "I want to work with Deb." And it's like, it's like I've always loved Deb because I've I've watched Deb for about. Mm, she's been on Love and Hip Hop for. She was on Love and Hip Hop like 2014, 2013. and I knew about Deb through Waka Flocka yeah, and yeah. listening to his music and everything like that. And so, watching Deb and how she moved, and then this documentary, oh, it was like, yo, Deb. I, I want to work with you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, what we need to do to get working? Like, do I need to send email? Like, I'm y'all think I'm bullshitting. Like, I'm I'm not even playing because that's the type of person you need in your corner who's going to ride for you. And who's Be- relentless. Who's relentless. Know? Like, yo, let's get this money. God damn it. And she from Queens. Like, she probably living in Atlanta right now, but she from Queens. Her and Bimmy. Like, Bimmy worked with LL Cool J, Def J, Run DMC, best hip-hop group ever produced. This man working with LL Foxy Brown. Who, Foxy? What? You got Big U. Big U. Big U was... He was something else. He was something else. He was crazy. Listen here. Like, yeah, I took like Listen, OG. I was like, Listen, OG, dude. you 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 another type of different. Dude. <laughs> ah, OG, you another type Damn. of different. I was like, man, he was bleeding like one Yo. I, I everything, but the homie was like, yeah. <laughs> he I said, ain't shit though. I'm like 15 dudes. I was yo, like, yo, yo, I big, take off 15 dudes. Big you, you a different type of, you a different type, bro. Like, it's your energy for me, bro. Like, you a different type, you know what I'm saying? And then to have Trick Trick on there, that was big for me because I'm, I'm, I'm a Trick Trick fan. Um, haven't listened to his music in a long time, but I've, I've, I remember Trick Trick coming to our school one day to talk. You understand what I'm saying? Because he just wanted, he, he's been, he's been on the cusp of getting Detroit, you know, together. We need local heroes don't get their props. And Trick Trick 
does not get his flowers enough. He does not get his flowers enough. Everybody that ride for Trick, Trick, Uncle Trick, like, yo, he don't get his flowers enough. And just like everybody in this documentary is like, they don't get their flowers enough. Like I said, um, who else? We, we got that. Uh, Trick, Trick, Deb, Bimmy, Big U, Haitian Jack. Haitian Jack. Oh my God. That story was so Haitian interesting. Haitian Jack's story was probably the most colorful and most interesting story next to Deb's for me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, now, don't no, get me wrong. Everybody's story was interesting to through and through. Through and through. Through and through. Like, that's what makes me why I'm, I, you know I'm going to watch it a fourth time. Like, through and through. Period. He'll watch it four Hey, I am. I am. He'll make me watch it too. No, I'm not. Yeah, I am. But, Haitian <laughs> 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 Jack's story was so colorful. Like my man said, listen, I'm a I'm a small kid from Flatbush who got bullied so much to the point where I got a gun and popped the nigga that was bullying me. Two in the leg and one in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> he said two in the leg and one in the ass. And from there he was just boom. And what I did not under what I did not know is that. Haitian Jack was really um, implement in Pac's life. Yeah. Tupac, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't know that. Didn't know that he was so, you know, influenced by Pac. Not even by Pac. Pac was influenced by Haitian Jack. Yeah, he was. Right? Because Haitian Jack even said in a documentary, he was like, when he was doing, um, uh, when Tupac was filming either Above the Rim or... Uh, his other movie. Um, he was looking at Haitian Jack, you know, mimicking his gangster because Haitian Jack is about that life, and all of these niggas are about that life. Like, if if it need to go down, it'll go down. Mm -hmm. Like, Benny was a part of the Supreme Team here, and if y'all don't know who the Supreme Team is, watch New Jack City. That's it. That's it. That is literally a, a replication of their life. And I'm like, that was y'all? Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all was fucking up. Y'all was crazy in this crazy bitch. Crazy as fuck. Y'all was popping niggas left and right. Y'all had security and shit. Y'all really did that shit? Yes. Mm-hmm. Niggas was like, they like the mafia. What? <laughs> y'all was on this type of shit. So, you know, Haitian Jack, all of them know each other. Right? And for all five of them to know each other, to come across each other. Like, my nigga Trick Trick had a no-fly zone in Detroit. Let me tell you what the fuck that meant. He sure did. Okay? Let me tell you what the fuck that meant. Detroit, as a hip-hop culture, has always been looked over to this day. To this day. Even to this day. And what Trick Trick is saying and telling labels, not artists, but labels, artists too, if they don't bring the <laughs> is my nigga. Basically, it's not even a check-in because a lot of artists nowadays don't like to do that shit. But it's to sit here and say, respect the artists that know they have local fame and love here. Yeah. Like, I'm not about to go into a city... As a rapper, as a well-known rapper, I'm sorry, and not show love to Snoop Dogg. 
in LA or game in LA or I go down uh or I go over to Detroit and I I I cannot not show love if I'm if I'm a rapper, right? I cannot not show love to Cash Doll. I cannot not show love to uh T Grizzly, Snapdog, Trick Trick. I can't not not leave them out. Because what y'all not gonna do, and he was basically saying what y'all not gonna do is bring y'all street teams in here, get this money, and just have these mainstream artists come in our city and do what they do because y'all not doing that with other major cities. Uh-huh. Nah. Y'all gonna respect us because we're not just a Motown sound. Yeah, we still got that shit, trust me. Uh-huh. But, but don't Detroit's get just Motown. Right, Detroit just a Motown. No, it's not. Because we gave y'all one of the hottest commodities, period. And that nigga's name is Eminem. Now, a lot of people may not like his ass. That nigga had wordplay. And I don't believe in none of his songs. He said the word nigga. So he's good with me. He was always good with Mm -hmm. me. I couldn't relate to some of his songs, but he was good with me. He's an amazing rapper. He's an amazing lyricist. Whoever tries to even just downplay him for, for being an amazing rapper, you, you, you're stupid. Exactly. Like, genuinely, I'm, I'm sorry if you're offended, but you are stupid because that man has skill, he has talent, and he he, he honed it and perfected it. Facts. Yeah, you, you, you can't. You can't do that. You can't take that away from that man. Facts. You cannot. You can't. And it's just like, yo, just, just leave that shit alone, mm-hmm. right? And so, what I would say about Hip Hop Uncover, and we'll leave it here, like, yo, watch that shit. Like, it is... Mm-hmm. So many jewels dropped, especially in five and six, um, and then and them just talking about the culture right now. And like I said before, Deb made Deb said it best. Like we were trained by OGs, they are trained by IG, and that's just not a phrase that is you that that can be used in the hip hop culture. That can just be used in this culture, period. Mm-hmm. Because I can say I've been trained by my OGs. You understand what I'm saying? I was raised by OGs. You understand what I'm saying? And even Mm -hmm. though I came up in the social media era, we came in the beginning where shit was starting. We knew what to do. We knew how to get the nooks and crannies out of this. Now where you see shit, people are being born into an era of just put your phone up, make a live, and I'm talking shit. And just like they said, negative attention nowadays gets more views and likes than doing positive shit in the community. Hashtag Gorilla Glue. Hashtag fucking Gorilla Glue. So I would say go watch Hip Hop Uncovered. It's on FX. I think um, all the episodes are out now. Um, Six episodes, about an hour each. Um, It's on Hulu too, so... Go check it out. Go check it out. All right. Before we get out of here, I want to talk about this dude named Carl. What's his name? Carl. I don't want Carl to... Winslow. No, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's talking about some damn Carl Winslow. No, it's a, this dude's name Carl Holtz or something like that, um, who was on The Breakfast Club. He is a Yale professor. He's a professor of some shit. Okay. And um, he went on The Breakfast Club. Ah, here we go. Dr. Carl Hart. Um, he wrote a book about 
um, or is is going around promoting his book. Um, and it's basically talking about where he did a Breakfast Club interview and he, you know, they talked about um, him mm-hmm. and how he is a regular um, heroin user. Now, this is a doctor. This is this is a doctor, Carl. Right, he has gotten his bachelor's, master's, PhD, People all of that. People used to use it for medical purposes before. Right. Okay. Here's my thing. <laughs> when I watched the interview on the Breakfast Club, I will say this to Envy and Charlemagne: Y'all were trash on that interview. Y'all were very trash. Y'all treated that man with disrespect, and that was just real. Envy, you're the ops. That's period. The way he introduced him, Envy, you are a light-skinned ops. Like, now, any other person that come up there, and if you've watched The Breakfast Club for as long as I have, mm-hmm. whether audially or visually, you know you you know when they being shady. And oh, of course. DJ Envy was being nothing but shady to that man. And Charlamagne. The only one to me that was kind of being understanding was Angelique, right? Because to understand his, to to even maybe even slightly remotely understand his perspective, you have to have a slight sense of optimism. He's not what and they were. And knowledge of science. And knowledge of, exactly, and right? And medicine. And medicine, which neither of those. Neither have. two of you, let's keep well, it a being, let none of y'all have. Especially you, Envy and Charlemagne, the fucking god. Okay? Neither of you have. This nigga's a doctor. Y'all get y'all degrees up and shut the fuck up. Now, he's literally sitting here saying, people are doing drugs out here. And I'm not promoting drugs. That's not what he's saying. Mm -hmm. What he's literally saying is, you can be a regular drug user because that's what we call our drugs drugs be a regular drug user and still be functional and it's like again not promoting drugs but he asked a question and a lot of people have been asking this question too because they were asking like well what did y'all think about the interview and yada 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 some people were saying like oh he's promoting drugs and you know like nobody should be using heroin again I don't think he was saying, let's everybody use heroin. Mm -hmm. He's saying, yo, what are you doing with the people who don't, one, first of all, care about rehab, and two, just want to use it just to use it? They they don't give a fuck. What are you going to do with those people? Mm -hmm. Because let's let's keep it a being. They're out there. They're fucking out there. And when I was listening to Envy and Charlamagne, they was just like, well, we should do this. Well, we should. I just think we should. That's, that's my opinion. Yeah, but you're not an addict, so you don't know. Exactly. You don't know. You don't know. And, I'm, and, and, I'm not, and I'm not here to support an addict. And I'm, not at all. Because if anything, I've, I've known certain situations where, you know, there's been those type of issues. But yeah, what? My thing is that, and even that, and I'm talking about my family myself. Yes. In my yes. Family. Yes. So it's just like, you know, you could say all you want. You can right. I'm like you, you can, can say, say that all they want. want, but he has a fucking point. Now but what he, he was has, saying you know? was coming from a place of privilege. Like yes, I can use heroin and shit like that, you, in a sense because you're a black man and you can 
you have the luxuries. You know, you have the money you can pay for. You don't have Mm -hmm. to do, you know, and all that shit all the time. But in a sense, it's like he has a point. What are you going to do about the people who don't want to go to rehab? Charlemagne, huh? Who, what about what about the people who really just saying, fuck you, I'm going to do this fucking heroin hey. or crack? What the fuck? Huh? It's because it's been happening. It's, it's been happening. Even that y'all put, like, like, let's keep, like, oh my God, let's keep it a bean. Let's keep it a whole bean right now. It's motherfuckers out here that will not go to these rehab centers. That will not be like, fuck you, I'm about to smoke. I'm about to light my arm up. Yeah. And I don't care. Mm-hmm. So what do you do about those people? Because he said when he went, when Dr. Carl said when he went to other countries, there are sections in other countries and other cities around the world that have places for people who do drugs. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas don't go in those areas. Because yeah. that, they know that's the bow. Yeah. So you don't go there. And I'm like, you know what? That's not kind of a bad idea, but it's kind of bad here because it's too open here. It's too much of a capitalistic, open type of thing here. So I get where you're coming from, but it's too open here. And what I just kept hearing from them was just like, yo, Envy was just like, I'm not promoting drugs. I'm not going to promote drugs. I'm like, it's not promoting drugs. Envy, shut up. I get you got kids, you got five of them. I understand. Shut the fuck up though, and because forbid, that's that's not ever even. Grabs a freaking uh whatever one of those those syringes and hands it to your kid and they want to try it. God forbid. God forbid. Because it, it happens. It happens, and it's it's it might not happen to your kid. It might happen to someone else's kid. It just it just happens, and I'm not saying that not as a child, maybe mm-hmm. as an adult. You know what I'm saying? But it happens. Addiction happens. This is the world we live in. This is there. There's people who are addicts to drugs, and it de- also per- it also depends on your perspective of drugs. Because right. some people are still, we all take drugs. You technically you're taking ibuprofen that's messing up your liver. You know what I'm saying? Instead instead of using cold compressions to put that on your head, but no, you run straight to the ibuprofen instead of mm. thinking and being like, wait, time out. Talk this shit, this babe. this stuff is actually damaging damaging. Parts of my body, but shit, instead, babe. no, I'm, but I'm, I'm quick to run to, to, uh, um, I'm quick to run to, a um, um, Advil or, or I'm quick to run to Tylenol. I'm quick to run to all these things when there are natural remedies mm-hmm. for these things for you. So if you want to get technical, you a drug addict too. Talk and I don't shit. mean it, and I don't mean it in, in, in a severe state of them, but mm-hmm. you are to a certain extent. And that's what it is, what it is. But it's just, I feel like people need to have a little bit more open-mindedness and also listen to the other person. Like I was telling you, it's important to listen to people. No, you may not agree, but just listen. Show respect. You don't got to agree. Just show respect. But no respect was given to that man when he was on that interview. And I'm saying that because being somebody who has interviewed people, been interviewed, you understand what I'm saying? Being in this game, being in this industry, y'all treated that man like like trash in a sense. And it was just like... Listen, yeah, he may be openly saying like, "Yo, I do a little line here and there," and and I and and first of all, envy. I want to really say shut the fuck up because you made that man seem like he was just a 
a, a dope dealer and a yeah. dope user. Like, I bet you that nigga snorts a line maybe every other week just to get himself right or anything like that. And even if he does, that's his business. That's none of yours. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we don't know what the fuck you do. Don't you be drinking and shit like that? Mm-hmm. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't... Let's, like, let's everybody... Like, it. let's everybody talk about it. Like, everybody has their own fucking vices. Like, everyone, don't be sitting here... Everyone. Sitting here talking about, oh, I'm not gonna promote. But it, you promote liquor and shit like it that. But you promote. What it is. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you all are. of this shit. And there's a, whole, there's a ton of alcoholics out there. Mm. There's Come a on ton. Now. Like let's let's really talk. Like let's let's really talk. There's a ton, but no, you here ready to promote a bottle of of, of Syrah, or ready to promote some Henny. Come on, because what y'all got in the so, Breakfast Club you know, studio? Y'all got alcohol up in there promoting that shit every fucking time y'all fucking sit here and record a show. So don't sit here and disrespect the man just because. Oh, I'm not gonna promote just. I'm not. What are you doing every he, time if, if the cameraman to, puts that shit on the liquor? Huh? Mm-hmm. What you what you think that is? That's not promotion, you dumb fucks. Like what the fuck? I I just I just feel like Y'all we just dumb have to hell. be careful with our self righteousness because if you want to be judgmental to the next person, then you know what? You're not God to point the finger at Hello? the next person. You're really not. There's a log in your eye too, like a major say, log, bro. Just just straight up. There's a log in your eye too. There's a log in everybody's eye. Everybody. It don't matter who it is. Some are bigger than others, but it don't matter. You're not perfect. There's a log in your eye too. Literally. You're not God. So just yeah, just it, it just show a little not show love, eat whether if you I'm just show curious. Compassion. Show, show respect. And show respect. Show like, respect. My thing the thing I learned because being anyone in else this could industry, turn that back on you. Yes. And one of the things I'm learning is that one my I don't know everything, first off. No. None of us do. And so when we have people coming in, especially, see, black people, here's the thing about black folks. <laughs> I love us. But here's the thing about black folks. When we get threatened by somebody who may have more education than us on, on certain levels, we don't want to hear shit. And that's what I felt like during that interview. Y'all didn't want to hear nothing that he was saying because of the crack epidemic uh, and everything like that, mm-hmm. which I understand which I completely understand. Utterly. 150%. Trust me. It has been in my family as well. I'm not I'm not condoning shit. But Anything. what you have to do is listen, listen. and all. give our black man a opportunity, whether he is of privilege or not. He wasn't coming up in there being disrespectful to none of y'all niggas. He was mm-hmm. sitting there being respectful of the platform that y'all brought him and y'all treated him like fucking trash y'all should get donkey of the day y'all should get donkey of the day period the breakfast club should get donkey of the fucking day because the way y'all treat some of these people when they come up here and have conversations it's just not right dude like y'all want to sit here and judge that man because he doing what he doing Envy particularly, go on that motherfucking show and y'all go in that studio and y'all let me know the first bottle of motherfucking liquor that's either under the table or on the motherfucking wall and y'all come back into me and we'll have a real motherfucking conversation. I'm through. I think the last thing I'm just going to say about that situation is just what this topic is just, um, you know, it's one thing that this is your job and this is what you do. Like right now, we're we're doing the same exact thing, right? 
and that's one thing that it's your job and we're here and we're or like let's say if we had someone like the people we had here from like if we had the people from Mary that first sight here like Chris and Paige mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's one thing to be like um it's one thing to do it like just me and you and then it's another thing to have them there and not having, not listening to them, and not exactly. respecting them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we could have our opinion and all that stuff because everyone has a goddamn opinion. But like, if the people are there, have some respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Chris and Paige was here right now, I would just be like this, like just listening to everything you're saying and just being like, "And you sure? Are 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 you sure you?" I would have said the like, same shit. Because sure? you sound very like, and you know what I'm saying? Like, I would have had my conversation with them respectfully. Obviously, but it's just like, I disagree with you. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Do your thing, whatever. That's y'all live your best life. Ultimately, I'm not going to disrespect you, but you know, for the sake of the, for sake of work, you got to talk about some like certain things and give our opinion and that's it. But if you're in my face, I'm not going to disrespect you. So I think, I think to your point, I think that that was very uncool. Very, very like, and Honestly, to everybody out there that I went off on today, I love you, right? It's all love. It's all love. Um, but it's y'all just an just, opinion. It's just an opinion. Y'all just got to get y'all shit together. And yes, I do get passionate because sometimes it's just like, yo, it's just shit that I have grown up with. It's just a principle thing. You understand what I'm saying? It's a lot of principle behind shit. And when it comes to, you know, how you handle things. Exactly. And that's what it is. It's, 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 it's apparent of how you handle shit. And when you don't handle shit like an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like an adult. That's why I've always said age to me sometimes is nothing but a number. Because sure y- as, as I've said about Chris already, <laughs> there's a, you can have a 29-year-old grown baby. <laughs> Grown-ass kid. You understand what I'm saying? But... Listen, we about to get out of here. You got anything last words, babe, before we get out of here? No. No. <laughs> no. Momonosuke. Mom- oh, my God. <laughs> Not Momonosuke. Shout out to One Piece. Um, <laughs> all right, y'all. We about to get out of here. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Um, first, Well, last thing, SoundCloud, I just want to say I love you. Thank you so much for being my hosting platform for so long. Um, I'm excited about this move over to Buzzsprout, but I appreciate you, SoundCloud, for being um our platform for so many years it's only been like four but you know for so many years thank you for your continuous support um trust me they've supported you understand what i'm saying because listen when it was when it was months where i couldn't pay my my monthly bill <laughs> soundcloud you came through in the oh you came through in the clock so I gotta <laughs> give you that love. I have to give you that love. Um, but I'm excited about this move. Um, so please uh, check us out on our Instagram at tob um, tob double underscore podcast. That's tob double underscore podcast. You can follow us there. Um, you can also check us out on our website. We'll have the uh, links in the description below. You can also subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it be Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify. Anywhere that you listen to podcasts, um, I am there. We are there. So you can check us out. All right. I love you guys. We will be back next week for the Tuesday episode. So get ready for that. I love you. Peace, love, and hair grease. Stay safe during the weekend. Um, And don't be having your cheeks out because it's still cold. All right. Peace. Bye.